Yes, we are live. So welcome everybody to um, to a special super early Saturday morning. No, not super early, but early Saturday morning. <laughs> Happy Veterans Day. Um, but uh, welcome to a Saturday morning discussion. Um, we're glad to be here on the DoorDash group. Um, before we totally move in here, I'm just going to say, I know we talked to, ooh, I have a second instance of you, Michelle, down on there. To like backstage. Oh. There's like two of you. One's backstage. I won't bring it in, but I'm just letting you know. But um, I know a lot. I, David and I do a lot of market to market talk. Michelle has people from all over the country in this in this group. Um, look, when DoorDash is down in some markets, it's usually still maintaining in others, if not exceeding maintaining. And right now, I think across the board, I don't like these statements because it is always market to market. But right now, across the board, it's just to what degree are you suffering on DoorDash? Um, and I think that can it's extremely be felt if if you are not a mul uh, not a hard multi-apper. And by that I mean like if you use 90% DoorDash and sometimes use a couple others, you might be in a little struggling a little harder right now. If you multi-app correctly, you might still be making the same amount, but finding yourself not on DoorDash as much. But the bottom line is DoorDash is not producing the amount of orders, and the orders are not producing the amount of money and i'm not talking about from three years ago i'm just talking about even from six months ago they're not producing the same amount of money that they were both in tips base pay and i think you know i know we saw base pay drop to two dollars recently um in many markets for doordash um i've said all along i it won't surprise me if it goes to a zero dollar you know base pay and be and the reason i say that is because it also allows them to get to completely wash their hands of all the independent contractor stuff that's going around in legislations. Because if they worked strictly on a tip basis, you would strictly be an IC. You would not be taking any money from DoorDash and therefore being a SAAS or a middleman platform would be okay. But nonetheless, why are we here today? Because things are tough. And these are times when normally these apps for the past two, three years anyway, November, December, they're booming. I mean, even it doesn't even matter when it is before Thanksgiving, after before Christmas, they're just booming until January. They're booming and everything's down right now. Um, catering seems to be the one thing that's up, but you're going to have to open up your eyes on what catering can be. Um, you know, there's, there's delivered, there's delivered that there's pair of works. There's, um, uh, there's, I, I don't know. To me, there's more catering companies than food delivery anyway now. So get on them, guys. But what we're really here today about is there's a new tool for you guys to use. And I know I texted with David after I talked to Michelle last night. And he was, and it took him a minute to text me back. But he's like, it's live. <laughs> I was like, thank God. <laughs> so he said it'd be live and it is live. And so I want to introduce David um, to this side of me. David Pickerell from Para. And I want to introduce, you guys know Michelle. She is, um, she runs this group pretty much. Um, I know she has helpers as well, but this is, uh, this is uh, something that she does every day. And um, so if you have questions, please put them in the chat. Love to see them. But we're going to show you some things here, or David is. Um, David, do you want to preface this at all? Or do you want to walk it, walk us in here or? Yeah, no, I'm excited to show this to people. I do want to say right at the beginning of that that unfortunately this 
not to tip transparency, because I think a lot of people will ask, is it tip transparency coming back? So it's not, but my hope is that actually this is something that can help uh, when you talk about market to market or in your own situation, just help you make an informed decision, right? So I think it's sort of in the same vein as a lot of the things we have done before and continue to do, which is can we arm you with information for you to be able to make a decision or the right decision for yourself? Uh, so really what we're calling this is it's, we're calling it Pulse, Hero Pulse. And what you can do is you can join a group in your city or in your area and you can share your pings with each other. So not in terms of what that means is you can see where other people are getting pings. Uh, and the idea here being is I know nobody here trusts the heat map of the different apps, but it's this idea that collectively you can actually see where is busy right now and where is not busy right now. But by sharing that all sort of uh, with just other users on the app essentially so mm -hmm. you know we were going through a process of trying to talk to a lot of drivers about what would be helpful in the current situation where things are getting slower and frankly we talked through four or five different options and every time we showed people this option this seemed to be the one that they wanted so i guess on my end rather than just talking uh let me just show you what it looks like basically so i'm going to share my screen here on the right uh I thought I could show, and then I'll show you sort of on a phone uh, afterwards, since we have it about to come live in the Para app, uh, you know, basically coming up this coming week here. But let me just go ahead and just share my screen, basically. So what we have here is we have a couple of users who are, you know, sharing the pings that they have essentially uh, so that each other can see those pings. For the sake of this here, they're all red. We're actually, I'll show you later in the app, but differentiating between ride share and food delivery. So it'll be sort of green for ride share, red for food delivery. And I think we're also thinking about potentially even adding different colors so that you can see which, which app is busy and where. But uh, let me just show you through this. So effectively what happens is, let's say I get a ping from DoorDash. What will happen is that will show up on the map for five minutes. So others can see, hey, David got this ping from DoorDash from this location. And effectively, after five minutes, the ping will go away, right? But it's this idea of you can cop in and see, hey, right now, where is busy in my area? So let's say, for example, here, right? So this is Miami. And what you're about to see is basically you're going to see what happens every five minutes, just the changing of where is busy or not over the course of a day. So this is probably a couple hour sample with a couple users, but effectively what you're seeing right now is every five minutes where in Miami is busy right now, where in Miami is not busy basically over the course of the day. So you look at this, mm -hmm. you know, it's slower right now because it's sort of 6 a.m. in the morning, but essentially you can see it start to pick back up. It starts to pick back up at the airport and it starts to get busy here. Right? I think the whole idea being you should be able to actually know very specifically sort of, a, you know, it ends with sort of the airport there, but like, where is busy or where is not? And this whole idea is, what's interesting for me at least is we've shown this to a bunch of people and I've heard a couple things, right? So I think some people say, hey, this is great. If I see that it's busy up in Hollywood at this time, I might head that way. I've heard from other people say, hey, if I see that it's busy in Hollywood, I'm gonna head the other way completely, right? In case so, you're just joining us, David is talking about Hollywood Beach, uh, Florida, not California. Yeah, yeah. But I think this whole idea of like, uh, 
you know, we're just arming you with information, right? At the end of the day, you know what's best. You know what's best in your market. Like, I think we've, you know, we've seen different apps where people try to say, hey, you should be here. You should do that. What I've found is like, if we could just show this to you, you can make the decision that's right for yourself, essentially. Uh, so, you know, if people in the chat want to try, we can sort of look at a different market too, right? So, uh, you know, let's pick one over here. Can sort of look or, at yeah, or chat people, um, tell us a market, especially if you're in a bigger market. Put in the chat what market you're in, and we'll we'll pick one. Uh, but yeah, same after, thing here. After David walks us through LA here, because LA is a, a good market to look at. Yeah, so we'll sort of look through LA here, right? And you're sort of uh, this for uh, for example, this is starting at 8 p.m., right? So you'll start to see it gets busy down here. There are some airport trips going on. Santa Monica, unsurprisingly, is super busy. And you'll see as we start to hit 1 a.m., LA is still pretty busy at 1 a.m., right? But it starts to get sparser. Uh, now it's sort of super early morning in LA, so it's sort of slowing down, but you see it start to pick back up. And you know, uh, and I know this is sort of super sped up here, and just to give you an example, but effectively this is sort of every five minutes. And it's this idea that, you know, it, you know, if I'm in LA, maybe it's busy down in Santa Monica, but I know that I might not go there, but if it truly is good enough, you would be able to go there. And that's really sort of version one that's coming to the app is just like, can I see where is busy? Who's getting a ping from where right now in my city, basically. Right. Uh, so we're getting we're, we're getting a multiple. I don't want this per, this question to get biased. So um, I'm just going to put this one up real quick and then we'll hit it. Um, so this has come up three different three different instances so far. So I want to address this now. This is Parapulse. It's within the Para app. So it's free. You guys can. Yeah, it's coming. To, I think it's either coming out today, tomorrow, or Monday, depending on when it gets approved. Basically, uh, I saw. Uh, but some should we should we address too, David, the fact that correct me if I'm wrong at any point today, especially because it's morning. But these are the auto decline settings. So this is showing you an auto decline, correct? Uh, it's show. It's uh, showing a ping that came in that auto decline considered basically, right? So to opt in for this, we're basically saying, hey, in order to see other pings, you also have to share your pings. Are you okay with this, basically? On the right, flip right, side, right, oh, right. Yeah. we're also but being I smart about it. So it's like, we don't want somebody to be able to see a ping and come track you down. So we do move the dot yeah. lightly, yeah. basically. Right. No, I wasn't talking about the animosity, animosity of it. I was talking about the People, you shouldn't worry about that either if it is an auto decline. It just means there's volume there. Correct, yes. Because we all know things will change. If, the, if they don't get picked up, you know, they'll become more or whatever. But it's showing you, I mean, the best thing I see out of this, for me anyway, is the volume. Because I can uh, see, oh, yeah. as I watch the time lapse, I can see, okay, I've been over here. I should be trying over here. It's lit every morning. Yeah, and I think for this animation, you know, it also shows you if it's ride share or delivery in the app, which I'll show the actual app version of this here shortly. Uh, but, it, you know, the whole idea is maybe I should be going there, maybe I shouldn't be going there. I've heard from different people that you bake it in. So I see here, I think somebody had asked for Houston, Texas, right? So yep. Houston, Texas. And David, they were asking if it's going to be yeah. available for DoorDash. And uh, that's the that's question. Yes, that's a that's a great question. So for this, yes, it will work for DoorDash with a limited number of slots. So we have uh, a couple hundred DoorDash accounts that can be tied to stream this, and we're being selective with adding those to cities. 
So if you do want to connect DoorDash and to be able to share DoorDash, you know, please reach out to me. I think David at Paradox. So is it is it a and I know it's not an exact number, but you, I mean you you have a gauge on how that works. But is it a couple hundred or is it a couple hundred per big market? No. So we're uh, we're going to start off with three to four hundred total. total. We're going to start okay. adding it basically. Okay. Uh, so, but the idea being, if you can get you know in each big market. 40 or 50 people to start, uh, you know, that's enough DoorDash people in the market where you actually can get a good sense of it. So uh, the reason uh, for that, it, it's complicated, but basically it, it's hard to get the DoorDash integration working. So it's a limited number. I want to include. So our group, our group members are saying, we are the chosen people, they want in. <laughs> yeah, I see that. It's yeah, awesome. there's link, please. David, should I just link them to the with para or should I just say go uh, to this? Yeah, store you can go, to, or, uh, go to the website, right? Uh, I I'll put it in there. The app store. This is coming up on Monday. I think there's a chance it's coming out today or tomorrow, but realistically, it'll be out on Monday. And it's very simple. Right? All you have to do is go to the Para homepage, and there's a place called Pulse, and that's it, pretty much right now. So okay, I'm uh, putting it up right now. I'm checking it out <laughs> myself. By the okay, way, guys, if you, I just put in, I just put into the chat, you'll see it. Um, that says uh, Parapulse releases Monday, even though it might be sooner. And it's um, and I put the hyperlink that should be a hyperlink on your end. It says withpara.com. If you go there, you can you can follow from there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I know somebody had asked for Houston, right? So I guess if you get a sense for sort of Houston here, Houston's happening. Right. Yeah. What if you move it down? If you move it up a little bit, so you see more down into houston oh yeah. is it i thought houston metro went a little lower yeah but yeah we can zoom in a bit more into houston right sorry <laughs> so here houston's pretty dead at 2 a.m in the morning not surprisingly you'll see a little bit of south houston there's a little bit of airport coming in and then you start to see it come back alive as the morning starts uh So I want to I want while David's working through some of that I want to tell you guys something that I had asked David about this pre prior was will there be a um will there be like a gauge like you know how Lyft and Uber and other apps are like hey here's when it'll be slow today here's when we expect 6 to 7 to be busy on a Friday but we were when I was asking David about will that kind of feature be in here he said maybe but he had a good point that those are really never that worthwhile because they just really work on how the last week went. They don't take into account like what events are going on. Is there a professional sports game? Is there, they don't, they don't take anything like that into account, even though you would think they would, they just literally put it out as every Friday from, yeah, no, no, really six to seven. It's busy. Yeah, we know. So, I mean, that's a hard metric, but this, if you can, if you can watch this and just, I mean, again, it's not showing amounts and whatnot, but it is showing you like if you're in the, look, if I'm looking at this and I'm up by that in the northeast of there in that lake area, there's nothing going on. So I might want to relocate, even if it's not to downtown, I might want to relocate to just north of the city where I saw a bunch of them early in the earlier part of that. Yeah. But it it can show you that just a few miles could relocate you into an area that's getting a lot yeah, Humble, of people. Humble's busy, but Kingwood and yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and I think the difference is, you know, there's a couple things that we're trying to do. So I think one, it's 
let's just get this in people's hands. Let's get it in the app simply. I think I am considering allowing people to pick a day or be able to cycle through some historical averages like this, right? So you can actually, it's probably hard to do it on your phone, but just allowing people some access to even something like this, right? Can you just see where it is? And I sort of agree with what you're saying, Steve, is I've had the, can you have people ask when it's busy? Can we make smart recommendations? But I think where I really come back to is when I've talked to a lot of drivers, it's just, it's going to be hard for me to tell you something that you don't know about your market that is helpful for you. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, you are the expert at your market. You're working it all the time. All I can hope to do is give you stuff like this and arm you to be able to make that decision. Right. I think any simplification of you should be here at this time just isn't super helpful. So. So, you guys, I'm moving into the I'm also I have the live uh, um, uh, Facebook group up chat, too, because it just says Facebook user on the StreamYard sign. So just so you know, I'm looking to see. Um, if some of these comments who, you know, if they're market specific, so I'm just now getting into that. Uh, Michael T Wallace Jr. Says it's para. It, it is para. It's the, but, um, yeah, you can go to the website to read about it. Or if you're already familiar, you can just go to the play store or the Apple store and download it for free. Yesterday, somebody had asked when you put your, your notification out, Steve, they asked, what are your credentials? Well, I love the <laughs> credentials. Um, David did work for Uber, and so he knows some of the insides, and you know lots of people in the industry. Oh, I thought he was asking what are my credentials or hit no, like not I, yours. I didn't. Not oh. you, but but David, my but my credentials go pretty far too, guys. Yours, I've worked with yours, with all yes. of the companies out there. Yeah, I mean not the giants. And I work directly with David on a by by daily basis. Um, and I've always been the one who said, let's get away from you guys won't like me for this, but let's get away from I'm the one that tries to shove David. No, let's not even focus on tip transparency. That's a thing of the past. Let's focus on the future. Yeah. Uh, Deborah, I think you have a good question here. Uh, can you explain why you cannot use our parrot deliveries orders for Gorpuff uh, for this? And I think you'd also mentioned earlier we don't have auto decline for DoorDash. Uh, so we do have a auto decline for DoorDash as a beta. If you email me, I can get you on it, basically. So that does exist. Uh, as for GoPuff, I wish it could also. We just don't right now. We haven't, I think of the users on the app, not that many are doing GoPuff right now. So I think at some point we would like to be able to add it, but it's just not there right now. Uh, here. So the, for here would be uh, uh, the app is called Para in the App Store. So mm -hmm. it would be Para Gig Smarter, I believe, would get you there. Yeah, uh, and it should it should look like guys. If you if you are not familiar, um, look here's up in the upper right right now. There you go. That's what it'll look like. If you see that, if you go to the App Store and you and you search Para in the upper right, that logo, that's how you'll know. It's free. So, yeah, it's free. And I'm loving the mileage track. Um, David, it's great. Me too. That's what I have. Really? I, I, I told Michelle yeah. the same thing, though, that I told you, David, that, that it, needs, it needs to go into drive. You guys yeah. bear with us. I'll go real quick. It needs to go into drive, though, and be connected so that it auto turns off. Because it does stay on, and the only downside I have, it's it's more accurate than you think, David. I've compared really? it to others; it's very accurate. 
but it doesn't turn it's it does burn the battery if you don't turn it off yeah that makes sense we'll take that feedback in i think uh yeah i just did some effort into this but yeah i'm glad i know i think really what we're trying to do here is give people what they've been asking for well it's a clean it's look at a lot of people have other mileage trackers this is a i mean michelle can vouch for this too this is a really clean one like when you go into parrots right there you just hit it yes track me and then you'll and then when you're done you can go into all your others and you can see them broke down so that's why another reason i'd say put it in drive so it auto times out once you get home because like i was telling michelle the first weekend before i knew and i told you david i was like why is my battery burning up and I was noticing it was tracking me doing laundry or whatever around the house. Like it's trying to mileage track me around yeah, my house. I didn't house. mean to be smarter with the turning it on and off, but I think both of these, what I was trying to say is it's sort of like the vein. So we've heard from a lot of people whenever we'd ask what people wanted, mileage tracking was a big one of those. And I've sort of always been hesitant to do that because it's sort of like, hey, there's other apps for that. There's other ways to get it. I want to try and do other things. But after years, everyone keeps saying, hey, I want a mileage tracker in the app. So we brought it there. I think this is also in the same vein. We've heard from a lot of people over time, I want some sort of a heat map. And I've always been skeptical because I just don't think it's that helpful. But I think that this is a better, newer version of that, basically, right? So I think on our end- we're I, think it's, to- I think it's very useful. I, I mean, no matter what, if you, if you made this a heat map of what areas are great, I even thought about that when I had asked you, like, well, would that, would that have me chasing it like the old days, chasing a surge? I don't want that either. So this is more of a just a tool. And like you said, it's it's opt-in and it's it's crowdsourced. So it's crowdsourced by the people who do opt-in. And that means they're providing extremely beneficial help without even having to do anything. Um, and it's not gonna, you know, it's not hurting you to to opt in like, oh, well, other people will come saturate my market. I think that's the nice thing about this. It's not showing it like a multiplier zone. Like yeah. drive over here quick right now and and wreck, wreck my market for me. It's not like that. It's more like let's get a gauge on on all this because look, guys, we're fighting, we're fighting giants on this, and they clearly don't care about legislation that's coming next year. I've been all this week. I've been talking with people about legislation, and it's coming in some mean ways. And bottom line is, they're not even doing the right things to try and diffuse it or to make it a little worse, uh, not as bad. They're just letting it roll like whatever. We'll just roll the dice and see where our lawyers get us. And then so DoorDash is not making changes on the corporate level to help the drivers. They're not. That's not a thing they're doing at all. Steve, may I make a, a, a you question? Can, David. David, either do you know or do you have your institutional knowledge when you see the map like this that we all see? How does DoorDash arrive at Verizon? Because people go by this and they want to know how accurate this really is. Can you can you spend some light on this topic? So you're just asking like how accurate the, the DoorDash heat map is? Or? Yes. Yeah. So and how, I- they, how they how the algorithm gets there. Yeah, I don't know. I think the reason why people, I mean, I'm sure I've had this. So I know a lot of people have also had that where you're sitting in the middle of a like a hot zone and just you're getting nothing, right? And you're just like, what on earth is going on? So I don't know exactly the algorithm behind it. But I think the reason why it's not that helpful is I think it overcorrects for what DoorDash wants, right? So they're showing a heat map. The whole idea is it gets a bunch of drivers to show up there. But I think you know, the number of drivers that gets to show up outweighs how hot it is. So a bunch of people just don't end up getting work. 
right? I also think that uh, it's probably set on too quick of a time zone. So I'll be hot the second, but you know, if you arrive 20 minutes later, it might be too late. So I think the answer is, I don't know the exact details, but I think that's why it ends up being not that helpful. Basically. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I saw somebody here ask about uh, parsnickety, I think. Uh, okay. I mean, there's no reason we shouldn't dial in on Michelle's city too. Oh, oh yeah, let's, let's do that. But here, because <laughs> uh, because gig wise, Tim is in here too. Like, let's yeah. let's zone in on St. Louis here and show them. Right. I just want to see if Parsnipity has any. We have any people in Parsnipity for this beta, and it looks like we do. Right, we have something Parsnipity. So see, actually, Parsnipity is not that busy, but Dover has more stuff. Everything dies at 1 a.m. in the morning, not surprisingly. And then it starts to come back online, basically. So Parsnippany is busier in the morning and afternoon, and Dover is busier in the evening, is sort of what we're finding out here by Parsnippany. And to my, my so. group members, we got you. If you want to participate, we'll get we'll get you hooked up with David. But only only for the, the, the limited 300 or 400, so... Uh, yeah, and I think the whole idea there is that, like, you know, you can, you know, seed the market or be the first couple in the market, basically, for DoorDash. Uh, cool. So what, uh, what was the next one we wanted to go St. to? St. Louis. St. Louis, yes. And to the people in the, face, in, in, the, um, in the Facebook group, I just put the link again. Sometimes on the Facebook chat, it scrolls up a little quicker, and it actually disappears. But if you go out and in to comments, you can find old ones. But... I'll just drop it in there once in a while, but I just put it in again for you guys. So, drive the right area. <laughs> You're testing my geography. This is it, right, Simless? <laughs> hey, hey, David, can we can we address one comment and get this out of the way right now? Yeah. Okay. You want to take this, David, or do you want me to? Um, <laughs> I've got it here. Uh, so, JC, I think it's a it's a good question, right? So, uh, uh, basically, I think if you look at your independent contractor agreement, technically DoorDash says if you use any third-party app, we have the rights to deactivate you, right? I think I've always want to be very clear that it does say that in the agreement. So that can mean a mileage tracker app. That can mean an earnings tracking app. It's like any app at all that deals with DoorDash they have the right to do it. What that meant practically is that hasn't happened, right? So I think on our end, we've had hundreds of thousands of users use the system. Uh, and we've had people say, hey, I think using Para may have led to some deactivation. We take that serious. So I've looked into every single one of those cases that people have flagged to us. And as far as our, we can tell people, no one has been deactivated because of something with Para. People get randomly deactivated all the time when we work with people to get those accounts back. But I do still want to be very upfront that that even though I am not aware that it has ever happened, and I don't think they ever have or will do it, you do need to realize that there is that language in it, right? But I think the language says they could, and I don't think they do because at the end of the day, I think they realize that DoorDash wants you to be an independent contractor. Most people want to be an independent contractor, but if you're an independent contractor, you should be able to use the tools you want to run your business. So I think even they, it's like they don't like you doing it, but they're not going to slap your hand for doing it. So let me follow up with this one because I want to talk about something else too about this. So first of all, um, which I'd like to know which YouTuber because um, a lot of 
a lot of channels do just put out what they want. Some people didn't even, some people didn't even try para and they said that it would get you deactivated. My point is David already said it. Um, nobody has been deactivated. We'd looked into this. We had 230,000 plus users at the peak and nobody was deactivated. Here's the way to look at it in my book. If they were going to look, the terms say that, but if they were going to really do something about it, they would stop para, not you. They're not going to go after the little fish when they know who the big fish is. But the other thing that I will say is that there's a lot of legis dash theory. No, 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 no. I have John Dash Theory on a panel with me every Thursday, and he endorses um, Para to the fullest. So it wasn't him. Um, but um, the legislation that's coming down, realize, you guys, that as an independent contractor, they're starting to get past and get very upset. Judges even are taking on multi-load cases, which they're not supposed to do because we agreed to arbitrate with all of these apps. But they're starting to say, well, forget that box. Because here's the thing, they want they want to treat you like an employee, but pay you like an independent contractor. Well, here's the problem. They are not, I mean, I, I was telling Michelle last night, there's a, a some severe problems here. As an independent contractor, you have the right in this country, any anything that falls in independent contractor, you have the right to use any and all tools at your disposal to get your job done correctly. Also, DoorDash is facing some of the worst legislation and and bringing it on other apps because of the acceptance rate. Acceptance rate shouldn't even be a metric that you see to, to try and get you to take more, but it definitely cannot, not should not, cannot be a metric in which they gauge levels of what orders they're giving you. So they're breaking every independent contractor law. Every state knows it. The states are coming after them. And they're not going to be merciful. Will it hurt us a little bit? It might for a little bit. But it's because they've never played ball with anybody. They should not have that. They should not be doing that. Um, we are independent contractors, and acceptance rates should not matter. What they can use is, and they should, maybe even a little harder. Maybe you guys won't agree with me on this, but um, unassigning. That they can use against you. And in my book, they should. This is, I mean, we shouldn't be, I know some of us have it down, but some of us do. And then maybe somebody else hears about it and they do it. You shouldn't, don't take something if you don't want it. And just, I guess, be in that mindset for even the bad order apps when you're multi-apping and something else comes through and you're like, well, I'm allowed to have 10% unassigns for every hundred. So I can have 10 unassigns every hundred. I only have five. I'll just unassign this one. I wouldn't start, I wouldn't use that logic anymore because that number could change. All things kinds of that's going to become the important numbers on a sign. Acceptance rate's going to be a joke. Judges are going to shoot it down. They're pissed about it. It's not supposed to be in there. So that said, nobody's ever been deactivated. John Dash Theory endorse, endorses Para fully. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. If it, again, another YouTuber could have made a video and never used Para. I've seen it before. But, you know, on my end, like, if you have questions, please ask. And I'm always, you know, from my end, I've, at least I think Michelle and Steve, you both know, like I've always been very upfront with it, being like, I don't think it's happened, but there is a risk. And I think people have even told me not to no, say that. No, that's why I'm glad I'm glad you said it, yeah. because yeah. But the bigger point behind what you said even isn't just para. Watch it, you guys, because what David said applies to any app you connect to. Right. So if, yeah. if you're using... Yeah, it's if you're using, I mean, I hate to, I hate to throw other apps I like under the bus. If you're using Moves Banking, which doesn't even give you any information, 
you're connecting that and you're breaking their terms of service. If you're using solo, you're breaking their terms of service. If you're using Gridwise, or no, I guess, well, no, Grid. Well, yeah, I guess all of it, all yeah. Of if you're using any of these, you're breaking their terms of service. So it's not a para thing. It's an every app thing. But again, I would lead you back to, I don't think, I, I honestly believe, and again, it's not just a coin toss. I honestly believe like 99%, 99.9% believe that they, if they know who para is, they're not coming after you. I'll admit it's pretty funny in that I remember I kept saying at the times like, hey, it, it's likely violating the terms of service, likely violating the terms of service. They even took a, they even quoted that in the letter to me to tell me to stop it. they like, you have publicly acknowledged multiple times that it might break the terms of service. So I'm like, I know, but I will always say that because, you know, it's your, you know, uh, I'm not going to say something that's not the case. Right. So I would like to shift it here. I guess since we have Michelle, uh, I'm going to be intrigued by if this is, uh, helpful at you, or this is what you understand it looks like to be St. Louis. Uh, yes. yeah, or let's just see what it looks like as we work through it. But I also do want to note to people like this gets more helpful the more people we have on. So this is just a sample of people for a beta, basically. So hopefully, you know, so I think, you know, for this case, Michelle, it's starting off in the evening here. Yes. So I guess we're starting to see it come in. It seems like it's busy sort of around University City there. Mm hmm. We're getting a Wait, what, what, what time is this? Uh, it's so at the beginning of this is eight o'clock. So right now it's moving through eight o'clock. Now, right now it's nine o'clock, 10 o'clock here. So it's starting to get a little quiet. You have maybe some stuff coming in from the airport there. And right now we're at like four o'clock in the morning. So we don't really have anything. And I'm assuming it's going to pick back up in a little bit here. Yeah. So it starts to come in. But again, That's guys, the these these are the people who have opted in. If more people opt in, there will be more pings. <laughs> and that's, I, I went out and did kind of a survey to our group and put up a picture of your heat map and said this is possible. Well, about 60 to 70% said they were in. Others were concerned about the privacy issue. So you say so you're addressing it because you're saying that people have to opt in. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yes. So the whole idea is like, you know, you have to opt in to do this. So it's the idea like, do you want to benefit from Pulse? If you want to, you need to opt in to sh uh, do this as well. Right. So I think a couple things. Right. So one, it's opt in only. We're not just going to be sharing your location with a bunch of people. Oh, that's all. That's right. Big. So big like, you have to opt in. Right. Number two, even if you do opt in, I don't want people to be able to be creepy. Right. Because you could basically say, hey, I see a ping. I don't know who it is. I want to come in here and go after this person, right? I don't know. Somebody could be a thief. Somebody could be an, a bad person, right? Uh, yeah. We make it purposely, we sort of scramble it a little bit on purpose. Uh, so one, it's sort of as that five minute mark there, but two, it is scrambled slightly. So I think that is the one thing is, you know, people might say, hey, that makes it slightly less useful for this restaurant versus that restaurant. I also don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. So if we scramble it within effectively a block or two that's what we're doing there also. right my, my guess is is that the yellow street is where the business is yeah it's probably somewhere because it's showing it on a neighbor in a neighborhood yeah so it scrambled you off enough but again like who's tracking down an anonymous data point too but i mean it just shows you how buried it is yeah, yeah but we just want to be careful right you just sure never, sure you know, yeah when it comes to sure. people's it's always one i would worry more about people tracking you and your phone though 
than finding you through the para app. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, if somebody's really like looking to find you in that way, there's so many easier ways for them to do that than to try and get on para and see where your anonymous data point is. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But Um, still, we want to be thoughtful about it. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. And especially, you know, this is the kind of stuff where, you know, um, when people do make videos, cause I see that, uh, JC again said, you know, that he can't remember the guy's name. That's usually the instance is somebody can't remember the guy's name. And a lot of YouTubers have fell off the planet too, but I pretty much I'm on YouTube all the time. I create on YouTube all the time. And, um, I know all the creators and anybody that's ever shot down para. I don't, I, if you guys know me, I have discussions. I don't rant and rave or yell at people and tell them they're wrong. I've had discussions with these people. I can tell you that over half of the people who said para will get you deactivated never once used it. YouTube creators never even downloaded it. I've had conversations with them where they never even tried it. And admittedly, they many have even said that. Well, I know that it can get you deactivated, so I never even downloaded it. Well, then you shouldn't be talking about it. So I have a question, Michelle. What is going on here? So in the evening, it's empty. But then I see in the morning at like pops up over here yeah this is sort of this belleville fairview heights those are all really busy areas these are areas that have 24-hour businesses i know people order all the time from those areas that makes sense yeah because i just saw like it wasn't busy and then it just pops up you know starts going off six to seven amazon facilities in the area the, they're ordering all night long and the airport as you said the airport, and people coming in those are hotels and so forth interesting yeah no, that so, makes sense. yeah and i, I think bring- this one example too i think uh one thing i wanted to show stop sharing my screen quickly uh, here let me let me bring this up while you're bringing it up so kevin Kevin does actually. Kevin's been in the gig economy for a while. I know Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Um, he actually does um, uh, last mile uh, medical courier. I don't do medical courier, but he does. Medical courier is a good space. He says, Steve, I disagree with you on DoorDash as a as a as the contractor can assign offers to us the subcontractors however they see fit. I'm not saying I like it though. Yes. So my point is there should be no acceptance rate. Let them show you whatever they want. Um, the other thing is make it more transparent, but that first of all, get rid of the acceptance rate. It shouldn't be in there. But my point still stands that, first of all, if you remember, DoorDash has made themselves an SaaS, a service, a, a software as a service, and that's like a digital middleman. So they're not the contractor. The contractor is the, the, the restaurant, oddly. You are the subcontractor, and they're like this middle point taking half of the money just to push it over to you. One thing that's huge in our group is catering. Catering, catering, catering. That's where the money is. Yes, and people want to do large orders. And David's app has something going on that I personally love. Two things. Well, and two things, but the thing that I love and I talked to David because I was worried that something was wrong. And and I do have a little problem, excuse me, but it's cleared up. But I've been making bang. <laughs> I don't want to go away. So uh, he's offering catering, like you're partnering with all kinds of um, businesses all over. 
And I did one yesterday morning that was huge. No, I'm really glad with that. I think on our end, we just know people like the large order program. It's hard to get on a large order program. Sometimes you can't. So on our end, we also have catering's been doing well. So we've just been working with local companies to put good catering orders directly in the app, basically. And uh, I recommend to people like one, check it out. Uh, we don't have that many pings, but you have a bunch of good pings and it is helpful and they usually pay very well. But also, if you're struggling right now, I would recommend check out Deliver, check out Deliver Vast, check out a number of these. There's a bunch of these apps that are doing like get, paying really well for this work. Um, and I, a couple, well, I wanted to just add real quick, David, too, that a catering order can be just a meal. You yeah. guys will be surprised. I mean, now that said, I've done catering on ParaWorks um, and I've had my catering bag, not a food bag, a catering bag filled to the rim. So that said, make sure you have a catering bag. Don't yeah. be unprepared. But I, I mean, there are times when like a Grubhub or a DoorDash bag is going to fit in the entire catering order. Yeah. I think why well, I took off my screen so now I can see my guest bedroom over here. <laughs> so uh, that's my office slash guest bedroom. But uh, effectively, I just wanted to show people what it actually looked like. Like this is Pulse you've been seeing on my screen here, but it is live in the app or it's about to be live in the app on Monday. But effectively, what's a little bit more different is you can see that let's get rid of that. But you can see that we have it sort of in red and in green, basically. So that's ride share and delivery, which is what we're trying to be able to show there. So you would be able to differentiate a in this area: is it actually ride share? Is it actually delivery? And I think what's cool is that you know this is live at this exact second, right? So I mean, uh, with a couple of years, you can see right now we have it in Dallas, and this is basically hold it, hold it down just a little, David. Yeah, like that. There you go. And what you're basically saying is like in Dallas right now, the reds are the food delivery pings, and the greens are the rideshare pings that we're getting nice. on the Para app, basically. So you can see as of this exact moment, where did people get pings? And since we, I mean, this is basically just a couple of people since I, you know, we haven't really launched it. But you'll see it start to change and there you go right so you just saw some more pings come in right so those are just new pings that came in in those areas and the reason it doesn't change as much is because i mean these will disappear after five minutes basically but that's the feature right i mean so if you're in dallas you can go in and share and then just go in and say okay right now it's busy in las colinas you know in dallas and that's where people are getting their pings at this exact moment basically and that's really the feature. It's pretty simple. So if you log into the Para app, what it's going to be is we just have Pulse right by mileage tracker and you just click it basically. And there you go. So right now we don't have anything in Austin. I guess my account should be sharing, but oh, we do have a ride share up north, but then you'll start to see, you know, Fort Worth, Dallas. I will caveat it. Like I have sort of like the view to show everyone here where you can see all the different zones. I think for now, when you do sign up, we sort of do say, hey, you can't see other cities right now, just because uh, even though it's fun to see it, I guess it's not that helpful. Uh, but right now, you know, if you logged in in Dallas, that would be what you see, basically. Uh, so, hey, David, yeah. there, there's a question here from uh, Michael Wallace, Jr. Uh, let's take a look here, Michael. I'm trying to figure out on the website because I can't access the app and I have an account. Why can't you access the app? I think uh, on the My website... guess is he, I put the link into the website. He went there and he's going, wait, maybe he's deleted the app or something. I think what we were saying was the information is on the website if you want to learn about it. But if you want to just go get the app and download it, you just go to Apple. Or... Yeah. And on the other side, I could also read this as if you have a the, you have the pair app, but you're having trouble logging in or something. And if that's the case, as always, just sort of email me, 
david at woodpara and cc help at woodpara but if you just email me we'll get it sorted for you so but do cc help yeah. <laughs> i mean really because they should know too and sometimes they might get on it quicker too so um also i saw this and this this is coming out at a weird time. Michelle, I'm sure you've had chatter in your group about this, about the new feature, which isn't new. Kim, uh, Side Money, and I talked about this. Yeah. And I was like, so this new feature is being rolled out that was tested in Salt Lake City. She's like, that was rolled out two months ago and then retracted. I'm like, oh, so it's like Uber Connect. It's it's like fourth rollout. And so, but there is a nationwide rollout coming um, uh, by the end of this month. There, they Today, they launched in seven, uh, eight cities like Detroit, I can't remember them all. Um, but they, they're they now showing you warnings on your driving. Like if you guys are familiar with telematics, they're showing you telematics and they should not be doing this because yeah. they're then collecting that data too. They're saying you're speeding, you're doing this and you can be deactivated for traffic infractions through the app, which scares me because this app is not a perfection app. I mean, this person's comment right here, you know, here's, there's a speed zone or there's the app shows 55 miles an hour. So they're determining how long to get to the restaurant or to get to the customer by that. And yet the speed limit's 25 miles per hour. So he won't make it. So, and like Michelle, like you and I were talking about, they take A to B. They don't yeah. use the route to get there when they're determining miles. So it's oh, like, I all this is just that. messed up data. That is a, big issue in our group right now, especially with the new people. And they accepted it at so many miles and lo and behold, let's say five miles. And it became seven to eleven miles. And they're so upset. They I don't this didn't used to be an issue. It is now. Yeah. Well the fact that they're doing this scares me because I mean we are friends with uh display ride um and this isn't a plug for them. I'm just telling you something that they're, they're working on telematics to work with insurance companies down the road. There's a lot of red tape in the way right now, but eventually like you would be able to personally see your telematics driving score. And it would tell you you're driving a little fast. You're, you're stopping too hard at the lights, um, things like that. And then, um, you could see your overall score. Maybe your metric is 85. Maybe you start working on some of those things and it's only being seen by you. You get it up to like a 91, there'll be a point you can submit it to State Farm Progressive, something like that, and show your telematics, which will be on a gauge that they can recognize where they don't have to like take in the, the dumb factors of just you telling them and whatever tickets you have to determine your insurance. They can use this telematic to actually drop your insurance sum. Nice. So, but my point is DoorDash should not be using this because their use for it is to deactivate and because they're going to make a ton of money on selling this data because they, they can now sell to the cities how fast people are going in areas. And we know that DoorDashers are, you know, that's the most common app that multi-appers use. So it's, I mean, that's, that's a scary thing that they're not only are they looking to deactivate you for things like that they're not even, they're not, look, they're, they're a middleman company. They shouldn't be gauging your driving, yeah. <laughs> you know, but they're also selling it to the city because they work with all these cities. So they're getting paid by the cities to sell your data and you you checking that box allows them to do that. Steve, let's, let's get this straight here. Who's selling our data? DoorDash. DoorDash. All the time on a daily basis. Do you guys know this? 
I mean, does the group know you're telling me something? It's not just Do it's not just DoorDash. It's all the apps. I mean, not like like a Curry. I don't think Curry or like Para were not, but like the Giants, Uber, Grubhub, Lyft, count on it. Your dad is being sold. I'm shocked. Are you? I mean, it's not like your address and stuff, you know, but there you you're agreeing to things like, hey, can we use the data that we're acquiring from you when you use the app? And you're saying, yes, I agree. But with the two groups that we add in, which are well over 200,000 people, I know that there's great offense to anybody tracking their data. Right. So here you're telling us that this is something that's not being discussed. That's why DoorDash loves the illusion game. That's why it was like, that's why there were a few handful of people saying, well, Para got me in trouble. No, no, we didn't. And DoorDash loved that for a while until it got too big. And that's when DoorDash said, wait a minute, we got to shut this down because they loved having Para as the scapegoat without having to say it. You know, because they don't want to come out and openly admit, look, we put out this new feature that allows us to make an extra 10 million a year by selling your data to eight more sources. That doesn't sound good. Well, in their business model, what they do, and I, I have MBA, I taught business, I've been a consultant in business. In their model, on their stock report, they put food service as part of about 10 pounds higher up is all the technology that it goes. Huh. So there's a V. Lynn Weiss. Oh. <laughs> who says this app is totally dishonest. Not sure. I think we just covered that. I DoorDash, DoorDash or Para. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping you're talking about DoorDash because. Uh... <laughs> I, think I saw one with paid in here, which is sort of, uh, is there an option to get a beta version of Para apps? I can enjoy these early. Uh, one, thank you, Payton. Uh, we're continuing to work hard to try and bring great stuff to you. Uh, we don't have a beta version. I think this is going live in the App Store on Monday, basically. And I think the reason why is, uh, as you saw, it's like it's only helpful the more like the more people that share it, the better it is. So you could get a beta version, but it's just not that helpful because there's not that many people that we have on the beta sharing the locations. I think right thanks, now. Saying, thanks, Pate, for asking that question. And yeah. it's going live Monday. The Parapulse, P-U-L-S-E, like your pulse. And see, that's this is why when Michelle was talking about a feature she loves, ParaWorks, for the catering, there's Para, there's ParaPass. There's you guys. This is why I say I don't care about tip transparency anymore. Like my my love for Para and my push on Para is all the other things. I've I've long forgotten about tip transparency. Because even when it worked, they they were just hiring more people to hide it even more. So it's like, why chase that tail? Because really, the time of that is kind of gone anyway. It's not like there's these amazing unicorns in every four dozen. It's like it, we you can kind of just gauge if you've done this for even a little bit. You people in the in this pro group should know. You can just kind of gauge what the tips are. I'd rather have the other perks of Para. I'd rather have Para Pass, Para Works offers. Those catering, the catering, the last catering I did for ParaWorks was 40 bucks for three miles. And yes, it was a complete catering bag, but I th do things, I do 55 pound, two of them at a time, uh, things of paint for Sherman Williams when I'm doing curry. So I don't mind picking up a 20 pound, 25 pound bag of food 
breakfast burritos and making 40 bucks to take it three miles. I did the same thing yesterday morning, $31, uh, two or three miles. I was done back home and I, I already have $30 to start my day off. And the good thing is you're paid the next day. So no so, so I see David's talking to the carnifage here because he just brought up Vegas and the carnifage is asking it would be a pain in the arse in Las thank you for saying arse by the way um, in Las Vegas uh, there is a lot of uh, construction and some really aggressive drivers I can't agree more David actually worked out of Las Vegas for a while I've done a lot of production out of Las Vegas that town is that once you're out of the way off the strip I'm not talking block or two like once you're way off it's a little more normal, like it's a, a, a normal city, but anywhere near the strip, not just the strip, yeah. it is well, ridiculous. You don't even move. Well, I wanted to bring up Vegas is I actually was looking one, it's sort of near and dear to my heart. I lived there for a couple of years, but I think two as well. I mean, this city is crazy in that like it actually never goes quiet, which makes sense. I mean, it's Vegas, right? But if you look, it's now 1 a.m. It goes quite a little bit. Now it's 2 a.m. It's happening on the strip. Now it's three or four. It's still happening, even though it's quiet, and it just keeps going on, right? And it just comes back alive, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, and it just keeps going. Uh, but what's interesting is, like, it's the only city where you know it's one a.m. and it's still happening. Two a.m. It's happening. Three a.m. It's happening. Basically, uh, I mean, this is what you'd expect from Vegas, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would even think that if you once you put on a few more users. It, it almost will get, if you put on too many, this is a point about Vegas. If you put on too many users in Vegas, this whole thing will just be pinging all the time. Yeah. But I think what I read that's helpful here though, right? It's like, you know, if you're doing food delivery at nine or 10 at night, Henderson is not so bad, right? Even North Las Vegas is a lot busier than you would think. Wait, I thought Henderson was the other way. <laughs> Henderson yeah. Go? Henderson's over to the, to the right over here. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're almost on it right there because that Lake Mead. Yeah. That's yeah, see Lake Mead right there. Henderson's right down from it. Yeah, but I, call, I mean the whole South area is happening. Super North Vegas is happening. Right? Yeah, but I mean, like again, this is my point. Like this is, I guess, this is a good point to what I was thinking about. Like you know, the more drivers, the better. In Vegas, it might actually be the more drivers, not the better, because no, I think you know, so it, it could be like, dude, what is this helping me? It's just all beeping all the time. Yeah, uh, but and I sort of agree. Uh, I think there will be a cap for the launch, but the cap's going to be like a couple hundred people in a city. Uh, so I think the cap is basically so that we can make sure that it just, you know, at some amount of people, this just becomes a bunch of red dots on a map and it's not helpful, basically. Right. But, you know, let's hope we have that problem so we can go to St. Louis again. We were there just earlier. Yeah, we were just there, Tim. But um, Kevin, uh, by the way, on on what I was talking about there, they can't because you're seeing you're seeing the metric. You, it, it's not even to a point where it can do it yet, but they're getting there. It's it's going to depend on the state. Like our state's going to start allowing metrics here, not in probably next year, if not 2025. But um, there's a there's just a lot of red tape. But you submit the metric, so you can you're seeing it privately. This isn't the DoorDash one. This is, you know, I'm not doing an ad here, but I'm just saying like on the other one that I was talking about, you can see it yourself. And then if it gets, if you improve it, then you can submit it to the insurance. So they're not seeing it in real time. They're not, see, they don't even have access to you approve them to see it. 
So it, it can't really hurt you unless you're submitting a like if you had an 85 and you went down to a 78 and you submitted it to them. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, so here, uh, Gigwise, I know we, we I'll go through it quickly because we were doing this in the shell earlier, but here's St. Louis effectively. So it's sort of getting busier oh. on the left-hand side. Uh, I think know, Gigwise wanted to, he's waking up. I think he wanted to know where to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty dead between, you know, early morning. St. Louis is pretty dead. Busy <clears throat> down south. We're saying Belleville picks up in the mid-afternoon here or early yeah. afternoon here. And then it's sort of... And those are questions we get all the time. Hey, I'm, I'm headed to Kansas City. How's Sebastian there? Yeah. Now, and I think big wise, uh, there's a good question, which is we just need more users, right? The answer is it's slow, but it could, I mean, part of this also is just depending how many users are sharing this in St. Louis, basically, right. for the data, right? Uh, yeah, we were just going through Vegas just now. Michelle. But what I noticed too, and, and Michelle, correct me if I'm wrong, because this is your market. So when David runs the St. Louis model here, it's like it's all staying. I don't want to say just south in the south end, but it looks like it's all south of what is that? What's the interstate that goes through there? Is that 70 or what is it? Well, I would agree. that is heavy college area, wealthy college. <laughs> These are people working on their doctorates and everything at St. Louis University, Washington. I'm working at the big medical complexes down there 24-7. So that's not news to me. Uh, no, but that's but there you go. That's that's what I was trying to get out of you. So there you go. You just made sense of this metric in your city. Yeah. So then now if you watch it in the future, it'll make a lot of sense because you'll go, oh, yeah, I'm down there. So to again, this is the pro DoorDash drivers group. So if you yeah. have been doing this even for a little bit and you live in St. Louis, this should make sense to you. Yeah. And then if you start keep watching it, keep watching it, or if you opt in to help so that there's more uh, crowdsourcing, um, you know, then, then it will help this. But at the same time, I think it just helps put you in the right areas at the right time. Our hotels are fully booked. We have lots of athletic teams come in from hockey teams to whatever's playing. Plus we have the blues. So that, that whole area down there, we're all what about Chicago. The part that surprised me was Toronto. I didn't even know we had Canadian users. <laughs> Somebody was asking about. Chicago. Yeah, you did. Actually, yeah, I, I know we, I know we had people asking about Canada, <laughs> but like, look at Toronto, dude. I was like, what is going I know. on? One of our, our new moderators is just right outside Vancouver. Yeah, what if you go to? Because um, we know a lot of uh, uh, people over. If you go east, David, though, first, if if you go over to the far east, what about Montreal right there on the water? Is that Montreal? That is Montreal, yeah. So, okay. sort of so but down. again, there's people up there using it. Yeah. One, one last thing I want to bring up, since Steve, you're so involved with legislation, but I don't know how many of you know about the New York City issue. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they see it all. They see what? They see everything. They have transparency. Well, it's... The reason that New York sees a lot of the legislation, especially the rideshare part, is because the taxis there, and they they did it in L.A. too, but it's not the same thing. The taxi drivers there still have to have medallions to drive in, on, in Manhattan. And those medallions were, at one point from, I think it was like 1971 or something, until like the late 80s or the early, or the early 90s, 
a medallion costs the same amount. It was almost to the dollar as a seat on the stock exchange. Wow. So all it did was raise, 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 raise. They started at 50 grand. It was supposed to provide lifelong benefits to you and your family to have a taxi business so you can hand it down to people or whatever. Um, but these medallions at their height were being sold for about 1.3 million. Now you're lucky to get, and that's still what they call the value because they never dropped, but now you're lucky to get about 200,000 for them. So that's why they keep pushing out this major legislation in New York. It never works. It never (laughs) works. Uh, I was wondering if you could go to the Philly area. One of our our moderators works out of Philly. He's been there four or five years. Yeah, let's, uh, I'll move right there. I think somebody had asked about sort of Providence or Rhode Island. Oh, sure. So this is sort of Providence, same thing. It goes dead, but then it starts to pick up. I know that's sort of across the border there, basically. Uh, so you have some in Rhode Island, uh, not as much as you'd like, but effectively you can see it's mostly Providence, but down here, Warwick gets pretty busy. Okay. And David, did you see this comment from Zolo? So we need this kind of change. Um, so uh, helps us put less miles on our rigs, uh, doing DD, UE, is a gamble when you turn uh, turn them on, but with Para you can uh, plan your day out uh, more for less time in use. I am all about the optimizing your time. In fact, David and I have had Sergio on a couple times, and we've used the what we call the utilization metric. Um, you know how how is your time utilized? And I can put that very simply into DoorDash terms, where a lot of times when I ask a dasher, how much do you make? And they let's just stay very arbitrary. I make fifteen hundred a week, and I only work DoorDash. Okay, how many hours do you work? Many of them tell me forty-five. You were only on the app forty-five hours. No, no, that was my active time. I was on seventy. Well, then you worked seventy hours. I'm sorry, guys, but we got to count that. You can't if you're on the app. That's working time. So let's take a look. Here's Philly. Basically, so yeah, Philly and it's starting. Greg, this is for you. <laughs> Here you go. So, so it's starting. There you go. So Philly's pretty busy and it starts to die out. I guess you only have airport early morning, basically. We saw a little bit show up there and then it starts to wake back up and people here have breakfast first, it looks like. So was this, I mean, I know it was, but was this literally just launched so you're only able to retrieve data from like 2 a.m. yesterday? You can't retrieve like last night's data oh no so you'll see here it starts at eight then it goes in through the evening okay, okay. down here then it's 2 a.m 3 a.m 4 a.m that starts to open up to turn back on. i mean i know it will be available i was just wondering if because it had just launched you were only showing what's been since like midnight yeah yeah this is this is like one day of data with a couple i, I have a question i know you said something about red dots green dots but are all the red dots going to be all the food apps like Uber Eats and DoorDash, or will that be differentiated between? Yeah, so at first it will just be sort of a delivery, right? Red is delivery, green is rideshare, basically. All right. I think as the data starts to get better, if more people join, we might be able to, you know, maybe the colors could correspond to the platforms that they are or something. Like that. Okay. But I think at first it's just going to be rideshare and delivery, at least to launch. Tim. <laughs> well, you guys. Uh, Tim, Tim, Tim. By the way, has been doing gig work for a long time, and he is in St. Louis, so he does. He is familiar with DoorDash. He's just kind of had it, but he. I mean, who knows? We all keep him in our arsenals and whatnot. So, 
This has been great. I have to go because I have a dress schedule. Yeah. But Michelle, thank you so much for having me on. I know sort of uh, been at the beginning of sort of tip transparency, you uh, know, allowed me to come in and talk to the group members. And I just really appreciate everyone here who's listening or might listen or watch this after the fact. Yeah. As always, sort of, you know, questions, thoughts, answers, hate it, love it. Just let me know. And I think, as you know, Michelle, you can always reach me directly through Michelle or just by emailing me. So I'm here. And just thank you, everyone. We'll do it again. Yes. Maybe in a few weeks. Of course. So um, you guys, thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, um, I normally ask him to do it, but I'm going to just do it because he always gives it out anyway. If you have any questions for David, it's simply david at withpara.com. If you want to read more about this, you can go to withpara.com and look. just look into it yourself, the whole para thing. If you want to look up on ParaWorks and learn about the catering apps, it's withpara.com backslash ParaWorks. And um you can find David and I every Thursday too. We do a live stream. Um, and we like last week we had the, um, we had delivered on and delivered is a catering app where people are making a lot more money than DoorDash. And the last thing, at least I want to mention before I let you guys just sign us off here is on DoorDash. Um, one thing, the reason catering is getting so big, in my opinion, I've talked to many people is because of the unassigned feature. Like we said, if you get on to deliver, deliver that. ParaWorks, don't unassign. It's like a curry. Take, if you take it, take it. They're usually scheduled. Take it. Don't unassign it. But here's the thing. DoorDash lets you unassign. I can't tell you. I've actually on multiple, multiple occasions had people tell me, dude, I just got like $500 of free catering food because DoorDash screwed up. Well, guess what? What do you think happened to the catering client? The person who, the customer who bought that $500 worth of food and it didn't show. They're livid. They're never using DoorDash again. Right. And that's why we're seeing more and more catering apps because they see DoorDash has the market share of all this, but they cannot handle catering. So people are stepping into the catering space and there's a lot more money to be made on other catering apps. Just saying. That doesn't mean get off DoorDash because it's still going to be, I mean, that's, that's where the volume is. But at the same time, there's some apps really building up and we would suggest get on all of them, get on all the catering apps. Well, another thing that I love about uh, David's para catering is that oftentimes I get to do it the day before so I can plan my day. Yeah. I know. I love scheduled. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. None of us want to schedule. We all want to be flex time, but I love scheduled flex time stuff. (laughs) Right. It's only a day. So. Um, so, David, any final words here? Get, leave us something. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, just on my end, just excited to get this out into people's hands, right? And I think just as you use it, please send feedback. Let us know. Like, this is, uh, you know, this is been a relatively new effort on our end, right? So this is a new feature, but we just wanted to get it out quickly and get it in people's hands, and we'll just keep trying to make it better here, right? So I think on our end, a lot of the group probably hasn't heard from us for a while, but just we have a bunch of stuff coming, right? So mileage tracker, we have pulse, and we're just going to keep pushing stuff out. So thank you. So as I sign us off here, guys, the last thing I'll say is David's being too, he's being too easy. There aren't a lot of things coming. They're already here. ParaWorks is already there. ParaPass is in a few cities, but you can already, like, show that you're interested. Um, ParaPass, you can sign up for anywhere and be getting catering apps. Uh, mileage tracking is live. It works. Um, ParaPulse now. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming. 
Um, and then David and I have been talking about other ideas, bringing last mile services into this and other good paying opportunities. We don't want to show you guys any trash. Love so. it. With that said, you guys, I hope DoorDash picks up a little bit here for you guys, because I know that most of you are DoorDashers um, primarily, and I get that. And I know that you multi-app, and I know that without that piece of DoorDash, it could really hurt you. But, you know, just let's let's see what happens. Um, you know, maybe volume will pick up with the holidays. I just think that um, there's a lot of balls being dropped, and there's a lot of companies picking up that gap. So I don't, I think that it will balance out with time, but just keep an eye on your market. And maybe if you like doing food delivery, really start focusing on to catering. That's where the money is. So that said, you guys, uh, thank you for joining us on this Saturday morning. And I'm sure a lot of people will watch the replay. Check it out if you haven't been on Para in a while. And if you do get on there and you want Pulse, hit ParaWorks too. Hit mileage tracking. Connect an account. See, Use some of the other features while you're in there too and see the new layout if you haven't been in Para in a while. It's a whole new app. Have a great day, you guys. We'll see you Bye -bye. soon.